Welcome to the Know Where You Want to Go Travel Podcast, where we talk about what we know in the world of travel. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode nine of the Know Where You Want to Go Travel Podcast. This is Cam DeYoung, your host, as always, for this podcast adventure we're on. And I want to first thank everyone for the great listenership of the last episode. Uh, the statistics have been great, and we're seeing more and more people listen in. So I appreciate that. And make sure that you do subscribe. That's important to us, so subscribe in whatever podcast player you're using. And feel free to rate us as well. Um, that five star is really nice. So thank you. Uh, uh, we want to get right into the topic because that's why you're here. You're not here to be asked to do many things. But uh, we do have an election coming up, November 3rd, Tuesday. And you might be listening to this after the election, but my point and my intention is that this content will be pertinent before, during, or after an election time. We're going to talk about the travel impact based on who wins the presidential election. Um, will it be President Trump re-elected, and how will travel be impacted if he is? Um, how will travel be impacted if Vice President Biden is elected president? Um, you know, many of us wish that a third party candidate would win and and could win. And unfortunately, I'm not sure that's possible in this election cycle on the presidential level. But, uh, you know, we could certainly theorize a little bit about that. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe not. Um, we'll see. I just want to make keep it as real as possible. But we know regardless of who is president, who is the governor of a state, who's the Senate in the Senate, who's a representative, etc., that there are travel bans around the world going on right now, and many countries have locked down even more. Germany, France, etc., have locked back down, and we have. This is to be expected. We're getting into the colder season, flu season, and not that we want anything to happen. This is certainly not the case. I mean, I'm not saying that I want people to get sick, but I think it's expected that coronavirus was going to to spike a bit. So we have to, you know, be cognitive, cognizant. Uh, easy for me to say, uh, to others facts when we are creating rules and so forth there and before we freak out all together as well. So uh, in Curacao, which is one of our focus countries in our agency, has certainly um, had some impact, but they did open up to three states, New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. So if you're from there, you can travel to Curacao as it is now. Um, I'm in Texas, so sadly I can't go to Curacao because of, of the fact that there's no um, no way in right now for for that. But you certainly have to have a, a negative um, self, uh, excuse me, a negative coronavirus test if you want to go in there. So Curacao is working to protect themselves um, to make sure you know when you're in a small space like that, uh, outbreaks can be absolutely horrendous, and we certainly don't want outbreaks anywhere, let alone in the small island countries that certainly have struggles outside of coronavirus at times. So certainly want to be careful there. So getting right into things. So we know there's restrictions in place now. It's usually state by state. Um, that's kind of the founding principles of our country is that the states have more power over certain things than the federal government. And we've seen how that's worked and otherwise. And, and you know, the good news is, is despite the spike in in positive cases of coronavirus, vi, uh, coronavirus um, that is obviously a result of much more testing going on. That is very, very true. And it's also the, the, the good news being is that the death rate is dropped. And that's a that's a really good thing as well. So we want to continue to see that and see, 
you know, whether people are taking medication, are able to take medication, or, um, you know, whether or not someone chooses to take a vaccine, that's a, you know, a choice that people should have on whether to do that. Uh, vitamin D, zinc, etc. you know, I'm not a doctor and this is not a, a medical podcast. So certainly some things to think about there. So what can we expect if President Trump is reelected? I think we're going to see, depending, it really depends on how the Senate moves. If the Senate goes uh, Democrat, you know, he's going to be vetoing stuff left and right. I believe that comes from the Senate. But that means that not many things are going to get passed and changed. So you're not going to see a lot of changes there. Um, I think you would see him, in my opinion, work with the Senate and the House on getting um, bailouts approved. I'm not a fan of bailouts as much as travel is important to me. I don't believe that uh, companies should be bailed out left and right. They should find cost-cutting measures first and, and certainly not rely on the federal government for that. But that's I think that's going to come. And Trump will work with them because he still wants to do uh, great things for the country. But in the off chance that he doesn't, what he's going to be doing is looking for that, that uh, mid-cycle election, 2022, when typically the opposing party to whoever's in the House or Senate, usually it's whoever's opposite to the president, um, would, would come in and, and, and take over. It's kind of unfortunate because it's Tweedledee and Tweedledum in a sense when you have it flips from Democrat to Republican and we're still trillions of dollars in debt. Oh, it's crazy. But again, don't let me get too far off the topic here. So in any event, you know, I don't know that you're going to see many changes to people's ability to travel with President Trump uh, reelected. Uh, people are still going to be skittish about traveling, and that's understandable. And then others, you know, the other restrictions are going to be on a state by state basis. So you'll continue to see much of the same, I think, as you see now. Of course, as we come out of coronavirus, that will clear up a lot of things for everybody to be able to get out and travel again. So I'd be very excited to see that happen as well. Uh, and you do see now, uh, I've received a, a, a um, survey from a, a theme park company. I won't name it because it's, uh, I'm not sure I'm able to name it. And it was asking about, if would you come to the park, you know, if everyone was required to wear a mask, if everyone was required to take a coronavirus test at the gate or, or showed that they're negative based on a test within the last seven days. So I, I'd like to believe that's still not going to be the new normal. I, th I think we're going to come out of this, but that's a big optimistic uh, outlook there. But I certainly think that, you know, you'll see travel continue to, to, to do what it's doing now. I do love the fact that airlines were blocking middle seats. That was nice. Um, I actually wouldn't mind spending a little bit more money. Uh, I would spend, spend 25% more on an airline ticket if they continued to block the middle seat. Um, they seem to, you know, because people aren't buying tickets, period, as much, uh, although you do see loaded planes with some airlines that are certainly not blocking the middle seat, you know, I think travel would would maybe not pick up. But I think if people are traveling now, they're going to travel even if it does cost a little bit more. They're not traveling just because it's just because it's cheap. But I think uh, I would like to believe that people would spend a little bit more on an airline ticket if they knew that that middle seat was blocked or if it was at least reserved for a family member. So if you have a family of three or six or whatever, you can you can take up a couple of rows and not have the concerns. So, so there's that. So flipping over to Biden before this podcast becomes one of the longest in history, <laughs> for me at least, um, if he's elected, you know, and that's the conventional wisdom, and I'm, I have a thought on who I believe is going to win this election that I'll share later as well. 
Uh, this could go down in the history books as being the wrong, most wrong I've been, but we'll, we'll go there. But if, if uh, Biden, Vice President Biden becomes president, you're going to see a lot of lockdowns because um, he said so, a national lockdown, a national mandate on masks. And, and I think you'll see nationalization of a lot of companies and, and possibly the airlines as well. So on the positive side, and when I say positive, I don't mean that I agree with it, but um, there's going to you, you'll see the bailouts. Uh, you'll have your Democratic House, a Democrat Senate, and your Democrat President. You'll see the bailouts of the airlines, and they'll be healthy and ready to go whenever. And I think at that point they're going to be able to keep those middle seats open and do all kinds of creative things with that money, uh, keep their people employed, which is great, uh, but do all kinds of crazy things that will entice people to travel on airplanes but you'll be traveling within the united states if that but that said it's like kind of i'm going to go be a little two-faced right here and contradict myself is with that mandate i'm not sure that travel will be allowed during the pandemic so it will be coming out of the pandemic where you're you have to expect that air travel may uh kind of theorizing here may may improve over biden versus trump just because that bailout money allows them to have lower fares coming out of the pandemic or as it slows down, or we have it controlled, or vaccinated, or medicated, or whatever it may be. So with air travel, you're, you're going to at least see you know some interesting things there. And I think you know cruise travel would likely be a little more hampered under President Biden than under Trump, because I think Biden would more likely restrict foreign travel um, after you know after things calm down because again you had to keep in mind president trump sees this as something that's going to going to go away and as such he's going to open up certain foreign travel uh, uh, to citizens of the u.s to be able to come and go um, where foreign countries allow it and cruises are one thing you know it could be a cruise to nowhere it could be a flight to nowhere in fact with flights but you're certainly going to to see some interesting things happening there. But I think travel in the short term will be much, much uh, more difficult under a President Biden than a President Trump. But I think in the long term with that bailout money um, that they're likely more, more likely to get, and they might get it with either one, but they're more likely to get more with a President Biden, you're going to see um, some interesting things, I think, down the road. So it might be a longer term benefit there. In the near term, what can you do now? Uh, road tripping, you know, I, I think road trips are great. And, and we've gone here on a couple of road trips just within Texas over the last few weekends and socially distanced and actually stayed away from people so we didn't have to socially distance because no one was around. And, but we've stayed away from people and seen some parts of the state that, you know, are really beautiful and, and meant something to us. Uh, and I think road tripping outside of the state is something as well that could be done. You know, when you live in a big state like Texas, there's so much to see within the state and you have fewer lockdowns in Texas as well. So you're not secluded to your home, but you can certainly do that. And I encourage that. Get out to know your community, or not just your community, but your, your county, your state and, and other cities within. That's not going away regardless of what's going on. When I say a lockdown, I don't think we're all going to be locked into our houses and told not to come out. I mean, that's that's ridiculous and well you know who knows we really don't know what's going to happen after november 3rd or actually after january when the inauguration takes place uh, whether president trump is reelected or, or president biden but if you look at it and here's kind of where i went in the beginning if you had a joe jorgensen who's the libertarian party candidate if she was to be elected uh, it's gonna be a difficult path i love her um i love her viewpoints on a lot of issues and she's a she's a good candidate but you would see you know, a lot of these lockdowns from at least on the federal level or the benefits from the federal level come down 
to not entice states to to do so much when it comes to locking down. And I think you'd see a lot more things open up. Um, what are the results of that? I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I don't claim to be an expert at that. But I think you'd see more travel and you'd see more movement of people under a Jorgensen administration. But that's not likely to happen. So we're going to assume uh, otherwise on this. So what's my prediction on uh, what you know, what's going to happen with travel. I think you're going to continue to see, you know, airlines bleeding money. You're going to continue to see theme parks that are, you know, they're getting creative. They're slashing prices. I think people will come to theme parks. I, I see, I've seen places that are packed with people that just surprise me. But um, assuming that we are at current course and speed, some of these places are going to back down a little bit. They don't want to be the reason for the for the problems happening. And as we get into the winter, you know, more and more people will be susceptible to being sick. So we have to be careful there as well. So if there's a vaccination, if there's medications, et cetera, you're gonna, you'll see some differences there. But in the meantime, get out and road trip, get out and see some things in your, in your area. It's amazing what we don't really know about the area we live in. And it's just so easy to hop in the car, uh, the most risky thing you're going to have to do is stop at a gas station. Uh, we take gloves and hand sanitizer, and we're we you know make sure we stay clean when we when we as clean as possible as we do those things. I'm not a crazy mask wearer. I you know in fact when I took that survey for the theme park, I said you know if I was required to wear a mask the entire time, hell no, I'm not going. <laughs> Heck no, I'm not going to to this theme park because I think that takes away from a lot of it. You know the whole thing. I can I can wait until some other time to do it. So in any event, the world we're in is crazy, continues to be crazy. We can only do what we can do. And, you know, just, just, uh, you know, take that in mind. Prediction for the election, since this will be published before the election, I can get away with making this. I think, um, I, I do think that the, uh, the silent vote of Trump is absolutely crazily undercounted. And when I watch the media say that, oh no, we've caught up with, the pollsters have caught up with that and they know what's going on now totally disbelieve that. I totally think that uh, it is a very valid point that Trump voters do not answer polls. Trump supporters don't believe in the, they don't trust the media enough to answer the phone, nor do they trust the media to give them the right answer. Um, I'm not going to reveal who I voted for because that doesn't matter to this podcast, but I will say that regardless of who I voted for and who I support, I predict that uh, President Trump will be reelected, whether it's on November 3rd or on November 10th, a week later when, when the votes are counted. I know North Carolina has is accepting votes until later, in, uh, nine days, up to nine days after the election, which is ridiculously crazy. But um, anyway, that's their state and they're doing what they're doing. But I do predict that President Trump will be reelected if I'm right. Yay. You know, I predicted it right. I'm not saying yay because, you know, there's there's a bias on there. But if I'm wrong, you know, boohoo, I'm wrong on things. And I could be wrong about travel as well. So hopefully this was helpful for everyone. Uh, again, my point is to be long winded. I don't throw ads and other promos into my uh, podcast. Yeah. So if you had to pause, take a break a minute, that's fine, too. So certainly, you know, subscribe to the podcast, like it, all that good stuff, and follow us online at camjohntravel.com. We're not doing a lot of bookings right now. We're not doing any. We're doing, you know, advising on future travel and uh, look forward to new episodes coming up. We're going to try to stay on this cadence of once a month. And we did it at Saved by the Bell on Halloween. So happy Halloween. And if you are going out and trick-or-treating after you hear this podcast, if you hear it today, Stay safe, be well, and um, certainly we'll talk to you next month. And 
um, considering a topic on, on cruise lines again next month. So we'll get back into that and we appreciate you. Be well, take care. Thank you for listening to today's Know Where You Want to Go Travel Podcast. Subscribe to stay up to date with upcoming episodes. Plus, visit us online at camjohntravel.com. That's C-A-M-J-O-N travel.com. Travel.com.